The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You're listening to the hottest, the hottest NBA podcast out. Yeah, I said what I said. She's heating up. It's the Heat Check. The Heat Check. Heat Check. With Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check, let's try this again. My computer just absolutely crashed in the middle of this episode. It was it was very funny. Uh, only only I will know, though, though. That, only, you will not know that. Ja is back, out here doing Ja things. I am so freaking excited. I could not be happier. It's also Friday. Time to check in on the Rookie of the Year futures market. There is some wild movement, and we will get into some news from around the league on Joel Embiid, Zion Williamson, and my favorite rando in the league, Bloodsport James Johnson. Lots popping here, so let's get right into it and drop that motherfucking beat that should be Rihanna. So Ja Morant returned back to action in New Orleans for the first time of the season. And he showed everybody why his presence has been missed so freaking much. So the Grizzlies played the Pelicans, right? They fell down big fast, which in all reality has been happening all year long, right? All year long. There's a reason that they were 6-25 and 25, or 6-19 and 19 to start the first 25 games of the season, and that's because they stink. I said that maybe they were the worst roster in the league without John Morant, and I wasn't lying. They're basically a more expensive Detroit Pistons without John Morant. Swear to God. So anyway, they're down. They're down big. I think they're down like 20-something point. And John only has seven points at halftime. And everybody's like, oh, is John rusty? Oh my goodness, is he not going to be himself for a little while? Are the Memphis Grizzlies sunk? Is their season sunk? How long is it going to take for Jaw to be himself? And that is, folks, that right there. We have the kernel of doubt, not me. I'm a Jaw fan. I'm a Jaw believer. You know what I mean? I've got my hand to the Jaw God. Anyway, anyway, that's when Jaw comes back in. The Jaw we know, the Jaw we love, and his remarkable heroics. Take over. They return. And guess what? And guess what? And guess what? A 24-point lead shrivels and just crumbles into dust. That's the sound of their lead leaving the building. That is their sign of their hope starting to diminish. Because, yes, by the way, we're going to have to talk about this too. Willie Green, at some point, we got to talk about him. Eighth double-digit lead that the Pels have blown in the second half of games this year. Who does Willie Green think he is? He thinks he's Brad Stevens? In a quick side note, I don't know if that's for the real ones. Like, if you don't remember, Brad Stevens at one point, I had a whiteboard just for Brad Stevens. Just for, just for Brad Stevens' blown leads. Swear on my mom's life. And at one point, I think it was 18 
leads that had been 10 points or more that had ended up into losses. That's incredible. Brad Stevens, what a run to end his coaching career. Anyway, back to Jaw. Jaw went ballistic. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Firing from all over the court. No pun intended. And at one point, he even used a massage gun. <laughs> no pun intended. On his calves. During a timeout, three gun references in a sentence that's not about guns and it's about jaw. Trista, how do you do it? Anyway, with the game tied 113-113, 9.6 seconds left. The Grizz call a timeout. Taylor Jenkins on a missed basket for the Pelicans. Jaw gets the rebound. He's ready to cruise up like a thoroughbred, but no, Taylor Jenkins must Call a timeout to rein Jaw in from doing something stupid and firing away. No pun intended. <laughs> it's almost like he doesn't trust Jaw in crucial situations. But for, for, I mean, that makes sense, right? Jaw's made some questionable decisions over the last year. I thought he probably should allow, let Jaw cook or whatever. Anyway. Jaw had some ideas, and he wanted to run him past Desmond Bain. What were those ideas on how to win the game? Jaw came up to me and asked me, he was like, do you want to run a post-up for Jaron? And I was like, no. Like, we about to get you the ball. He told me, no, you getting the ball. So, <laughs> so at that point, it's just, you know, I pretty much just had to, you know, lock in and go deliver. And deliver he did. Also, imagine a world where Jaron Jackson, with 9.6 seconds left, gets the ball. Just don't know. Like, Ja Morant is here. Ja is Superman. We don't need to give the ball to, is there a Superman reference? I don't know. Like, do we need to give the ball to Catwoman when we have Superman? No, we do not. So just like that, Ja with five seconds left in the game, down the lane. Herb Jones on him, isolation on an island, one of the best defenders on ball in the league. And you know what Jaw did? Said, I don't care who you put on me, sir. I am going to create space on you and put a bucket on your dome piece. That is what he did. Hit him on the island. Tween, spin, body contortion. Not an easy uh, nothing but net kind of a shot. No, no, no. John Morant doesn't roll like that. Waiting until he almost is touching earth back from the sky, puts the ball up, rattles around the rim, ball goes through the net, and just like that, just like the ball going through the net, it, the soul leaves every fan at Smoothie King Center because, yes, sir, Ja Morant is back. Your division rivals are here. And Ja game blouses. 115-113. Ja finished the game. 31 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, and a game winner over one of the best defenders in the league. Period. Period. My lord. Just like that, folks. Grizzlies back in the action. Grizzlies are going to be nationally televised again. Jaw goes through the tunnel. I kept receipts. I kept the receipts, too. Who was saying this? Who was saying John Morant's not going to be any good when he comes back? What? He didn't tear his Achilles. He got suspended for brandishing a gun. Brandish, my new favorite word. Brandish. <laughs> brandishing a gun that may or may not been a lighter for his candles. Uh, John Morant with the chip on his shoulder is all the league needs. Yes, sir. I cannot tell you how exciting that was for me.
just proven the jaw doubters wrong, all of the naysayers, all of the people who want to wish upon that man's downfall, not me. Even after the game, Team Rant's like, yo, you thought it changed? The inner circle is still the same. Just because Devontae Pack is not allowed to come to Grizzlies games, he's still up in our circle, folks. Uh, we also now, for now, get to enjoy one of the greatest players in the world winning a game on a last-minute shot. Whew. All is right in the NBA world. This is why I said, y'all, on a Tuesday in December, which is what that was, is the most exciting player on planet Earth. And now he's showing everyone why that exactly Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4... Featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's move forward. It's Friday. You know what time it is. Time to talk about the NBA award future market. This week, let's check in on the rookie of the year, which might be more surprising than you think, because guess what? But guess what? Guess what? Victor Wembanyama is no longer leading the race. He opened up the season, right? At minus 225, which in the biz is an overwhelming favorite. But as Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend, not so fast. No one showed Chet Holmgren. They wrote him off, but he did not write back. He was plus 500 on opening night. But guess what? He is now the favorite on some bucks. I guess that's what 15 blocks in two games does. He's been insane, exciting. And, and what's crazy about this, right, is that Victor Wamanyangas hasn't even been that bad. He's been very good. He has been kind of as advertised. A little green, but he is like 19 years old. Chet, Chet spent a, a year in the league. He's not even really a rookie. He's been with OKC since last two Julys ago. He was drafted when Victor Wamanyama didn't even have hype like that. Nobody even knew outside of the people who were inside the league and really following the recruiting circle. People didn't even know Victor Wembanyama like that. That is how long Chet's been with the OKC Thunder. Chet, man, right now, 17, 8, and 2 in his last 15 games. 
Great numbers for a rookie. The defense, though, folks, the defense is what is standing out to me. Three and a half blocks and a steal per game. Not three and a half stocks. Three and a half blocks and a steal. Four and a half stocks, 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 stocks. Let's compare this to Victor Weminyama's last 10. 18, 14, and three with three and a half blocks and two steals per game. Woo! Two steals for a man that's like the slender man, seven foot five, stealing the rock. The difference, though, if you had to guess what the difference between Victor Weminyama and his stats and Chet Holmgren and his stats were, what would it be? Shh, don't tell nobody. Spurs fucking suck right now. They're one and 19 in their last 20, 20 games. OKC, 14 and six. So all that tells you is that winning actually impacts this race. Normally, an award that has no regard for team success. Apparently, in this race, it does. Chet is impacting winning in a massive way with OKC. Man, hitting last-second shots to tie the game, go to overtime, blocking peeps in the lane with the game on the line. When Minyama, he's plus-minus, negative 7.4 in his last 20 games. Chet, plus 6.2. That is a massive difference. That is a quick math score, 13.6 turnaround. That is why Chet is now minus 120. That is why Victor stands at minus 110. So it's basically neck and neck right now. Going to be an incredibly fun race to track, and we will track it, as now we have legit two generational stars going crazy back and forth like it's Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. Nobody by each other's ear, folks. Nobody. Let's keep it above board. If it, Oh, a question. If one of those guys was to bite the other one's ear off, who do you think it would be? I feel like it would be Chet. Chet would bite the shit out of Victor's ear. Anyway, as for the rest of the field, Jaime Jaquez is now 25 to 1. Oscar Thompson, 125 to 1. Derek Lively, actually out with an ankle sprain right now. No timetable for his return. Plus 15,000, which is 100 and. Is that? That's 150 to 1. We got Brendan Miller, 200 to 1. Julian Strother, by the way, was not even on the board. Julian Strother, you might not know him. He's for the Denver Nuggets. He's been playing incredibly well. He is now 2,000 to 1 from off the board. That's some line movement. And Scoot Henderson is plus 25,000, which is 250 to 1. Banging rookie class. There's going to be players that I would normally be in uh, that would normally be in the mix, but this year not so much. It is a two-horse race. It is going to be a blast walking, watching them come down the with Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Let's move on. Let's get into some news from around the league while we have the chance. We got to talk about Joel Embiid. We got to talk about JoJo. This man is single-handedly giving me any bit of love and any bit of excitement and warm feelings for the city of Philadelphia. That's how good Joel Embiid is. So Joel Embiid facing off against one of the stingiest defenses in the league went absolutely berserk. Quick side note, there was this guy on uh, Twitter, 
gambling Twitter, sports betting Twitter, his lock, his whale play, which is essentially like way more money than you probably can afford, his whale play that he gave out to the masses to take to put your hard-earned I work at the local Target for $12 an hour, that money you should put probably a week's pay, according to him, on betting against Joel Embiid. <laughs> Hazardous to your health play is what I would like to call that. It's killer will play because that will absolutely destroy you once you did. I had no idea why he decided to put that out. I actually decided, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do the opposite. I love watching Joel Embiid and fading him, a.k.a. betting against him. Maybe one of the most disrespectfully horrible decisions for your own health. Anyway, it was incredible. They threw three legit all-star centers at Joel Embiid. You had Rudy Gobert, the presumptive defensive player of the year. You had Carl Anthony Towns, a legit all-star, and Nas Reed, who's probably sixth man of the year, at least in my book. And he chewed them up all like a meat grinder. Like, it was immediate to the tune of 51, 12, and 3 on 17 for 25 shooting and 17 for 18 from the free throw line. And he was actually mad that he didn't hit 18 of 18. They had the big three for Minnesota had 11 fouls. 11 fouls. I think Rudy Gobert was on the bench with two fouls within the first two minutes of the game. Joel Embiid was hitting him on the elbow with the jab, jab. Put your body into them. Cause them to swipe down at you. Do not fade away. Fade forward. Cause the contact. Midi, swish. This man will never miss. It felt like he was never going to miss from mid-range. They even put Luka Garza up in there. That was how bad it was. Luca Garza, let's put you into the meat grinder, see how you do. See if you can get chewed up, chew up some minutes, chew up some fouls. To the tune of two minutes, and they were like, oh, yep, quick quick little hook for you. Oh, my goodness. Here you go. Let's, uh, yep, two quick fouls. Two quick fouls. 13 fouls from the center position. Chris Finch, the head coach for the Minnesota Timberwolves, was so pissed. He's yelling at the refs, this man. He's yelling, stop protecting Joel Embiid. Stop protecting him. They will not stop protecting him. Good luck. And now he is the favorite to win MVP because he has been a cheat code. So fun to watch. Averaging more points than minutes played. In his last eight games, Joel Embiid has averaged 41 points, 13 rebounds, and four assists with three and a half stocks per game. He is... The model of consistency. He is box office right now. Box office. Shooting splits in those eight games. Ridiculous. 62 from the field, 38 from three, and 93 from the free throw line. What big man, what center do you know shooting 38% from three and 93%? Seven-footer. Seven-footers shoot in the 60s from the free throw line. If they're lucky in the 70s or 80s, never from the 90s. Even Rudy was like, yo, he was incredible. He's MVP for a reason. Very tough matchup. Uh, let's hear what Anthony Edwards had to say. It was hilarious. Man, my brother was, man, my brother was just texting like, bro, I've never seen nothing like it. Yeah, yeah, he's unstoppable, man. I don't, I don't see how they lose a game, honestly. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't see how they lose. What impresses me the most? Um, what impresses me the most? 
and this is after a loss, so I don't want to talk about it again, but I just love the game of basketball and like watching him play. Besides all the fouls, I don't like him getting all that, but he just comes, handles his business, and gets the on. Like, yeah, yeah. Comes, handles his business, and gets the fuck on. Yes, he does. I don't know how they ever lose a game. Philadelphia right now is a problem. They are deep. They've got Nick Batum. I know you guys make fun of me, I'm sure. Talking about the ghost of Nick Batum. But he's been incredible. He has a, I think, a strained hamstring right now, so he's not playing. DeAnthony Melton just went down with an injury. But outside of these injuries, when they come back healthy, they've got dudes. They've got dudes. He is going to end up making Philly go as far as they've ever gone in the in-the-process era if, they don't, if he keeps this up. If he stays healthy, he's going to go to this, take this team to the finals, and he's going to be the regular season MVP. That's what we've got. We've got a Nuggets, Nuggets Sixers finals, December 21st, book it. All right, let's move on. Sad news out of New York. Mitchell Robinson had ankle surgery. We didn't know how long he was going to be out. People thought like maybe eight weeks. It's actually going to be the rest of the season. Terrible. Mitchell having an incredible season. All accounts, one of the good guys in the league. Everybody likes watching him. Everybody thinks he's a great teammate. Especially harsh blow because he's been playing really well. Really well. I think he's like almost about to go into a contract year. I didn't look at this up, but I think he's almost right there. So that's tough. That's tough. Uh, He was averaging over 10 rebounds a game. Three stocks. He was absolutely electric defensively. And that comes on the heels of another injury-plagued season that he had missed 23 games. This year, he's going to miss another 61. Tough quote from Mitchell Robinson. Like, heart-wrenching, tear-jerker quote. He said, I just don't get it. I do everything I'm asked to when it comes to my body, and this shit still happens. Like, what the fuck? Just another year another disappointment. Break out the Kleenex, folks. <laughs> that that one hurt me. Heartbreaking. Good news. Mitchell Robinson is only 25 years old. I speak for all, I think I speak for all NBA fans when I say, come back soon, Mitchell Robinson. Play the next five seasons without an incident. He has had a lot of years where he's been injured. I want to say maybe three or four where he's had injuries. The Knicks now are in a market for a center. They need one bad. Hartenstein can't be the only one they got. They've applied to the NBA for the disabled player exception worth $7.8 million. Daniel Tice probably would have been an intriguing option, maybe a Plumlee, uh, but both those guys, I think they're both on the Clippers. Some unsigned free agents include Kem Birch, no. Gargi Jang, no. Probably Nerlens Noel. He worked under Thibodeau in the past. Keith Smith actually mentioned this on the show the other night. Clint Capella for the Atlanta Hawks, he might be on the trade block. That would be a nice little piece. He fits what they want to do in New York, definitely does not fit what Atlanta's trying to do. You have Onyeka Kongu, who's now more in favor in terms of stylistic play and how this roster is constructed. We got to stay tuned on what's going to happen next, but sad stuff for Mitchell Robinson and the Knicks. Let's move on. Big news out of New Orleans and Zion Williamson. According to The Athletic, who first reported it and then verified it by reading the contract itself, Uh, Zion's contract with the Pelicans is no longer fully guaranteed. This is the first big money max extension in recent NBA history to not be fully guaranteed. Holy NFL, Zion! Oh my goodness! The last three years of the deal now became non-guaranteed when he missed more than 22 games last year. He missed 53, by the way. According to Mike Vorkanoff, 
That means the Pelicans have the contractual power to waive Williamson after the 24-25 season with no financial ramifications, though rival team execs believe that that would only happen in extreme circumstances. What the? Would the Pelicans waive Zion Williamson? No, but if, if he gets like a crazy injury again, maybe that clause, what that did for New Orleans, makes his contract just so much easier to move. You're worried about Zion? You're worried about having him on the books if he's a bust and if he's not healthy? Psh, you can waive him at any time. Don't worry about it, baby. Like, it's no problem. It's crazy that his agent allowed this in. That's how bad things were for Zion. Just give us the money. We'll figure it out later. Like, part of the contract's non-guarantee if he misses time? Psh, I don't care. I'm going to take my 10% regardless. Zion could have played out his contract and gone full free agent, and that probably would not have happened. If I were Zion... I'd be looking into um, www.weightwatchers.com uh, ASAP Rocky and start counting my points, get my conditioning up, stay on the floor as much as I can because he is one blown out knee from having $150 million wiped off the books, wiped off his wallet, and boy, oh boy, going to be hard to get the baddies when you're a fatty and you're broke. Let's move on. Everyone knows about Game Ball Gazi with Giannis and the Pacers this last week. Uh, what a lot of people do not know is that the next day, Chad Buchanan, the uh, criminally underrated GM, went out and signed James Johnson. A lot of people call him Bloodsport because this fucker has a black belt and moonlights as an undefeated MMA fighter. He's the baddest motherfucker in the league right now. But anyway, that's not what I'm trying, trying to say. This is what James Johnson had to say about the post-game scrum with the Bucks. All those people, they don't know what transpired before all that. When the scrum with the Bucks happened, I was upset. I called Tyrese Halliburton right away. I was upset. I did not like it. I thought it was cheap. Ooh, you didn't like it? Ooh, James Johnson on the team didn't like it? He's coming after the Bucks. He's coming after Bobby Portis. Oh, boy. Apparently, he and Hallie are boys. And let me tell you, no one is coming for any Pacers when James Johnson is around. There's a reason that he's anonymously... Uh, and unanimously voted for biggest badass in the league. After all, he is a guy who will roundhouse you. He will roundhouse you in your murder eyes, Bobby Portis. Yes, he were. And he's also intensely loyal. Here's a clip from Nas Reed who said this recently about his interaction as a rookie for the Minnesota Timberwolves when James Johnson, still a journeyman, was there and they went shopping. We had Houston, we had Houston, whatever. And he take me and Jill in the well shopping. Or we, we go with him shopping. We're not, we not thinking like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm about to go spend a little thousand dollars. That's yeah. it though. Like, you feel me? At most, like, yeah. I'm going to do some DR shoes or whatever. So, um, I paid, we had the Webster. I paid out a pair of DR. I just wanted to pay for him. He like, don't ever take out your wallet when I'm around you. I'm like, what you mean? Like, he like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what you mean? Like, I ain't want to overstep. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, what you sure. mean? He's like, go, go, go pick up whatever you want. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, I come back and I got like, another thousand. He's like, that's it? I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like bro, so like, we, we end up leaving, like, bro, I swear it's like 30 bands, 40 bands, like, just between all three of us. Like, it's just crazy because it's like, I, I, don't, I, I know you, but I don't even know you like that. You know what I'm saying? I, you know me, I come from loyalty, so I'm like, Damn, like, James Johnson, you are real. Yeah, dude. like, so, like, ever yeah. since, every time I see him, it's, like, really all love. Like, that's yeah, probably, sure, like, bro. like yeah. he has no reason to do that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He don't even know me like that. Like, He's I'm just some young, I'm, to him, I'm young. At that time, I'm just young, a rookie, I'm coming in, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So, like, 
Yeah, that was that was definitely like someone that I I don't imagine he can he probably saw the hunger in what you would try. James Johnson's like my favorite guy. And I think I love Nas Reed too. This dude, there is a reason that they call him Bloodsport loyal and tough. Hard to find that combo these days. Happy he's back in the league for another year. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. Come back Monday for an all-new episode. Check out the feed for past many episodes that drop unexpectedly, like Kevin O'Connor deciding to throw a ricochet shot at the Sacramento Kings on Twitter. We'll talk about that another time. Do not forget to follow the Heat Check. As we navigate the season, that means download. That means subscribe. That means subscribe. That means tell everybody, friends, enemies, neighbors, all of them, even the guy at the antique store trying to lowball the owner because his bitch wife doesn't want to pay full value. Hey, if that frame is still back here a year from now, I'm going to pay you a thousand bucks, even though you're trying to charge me three, three thousand. Who has $3,000 for a fucking picture frame? What am I doing with my life? Hey, dude, by the way, Trista buys full price and has a dope ass podcast. Hey, follow us on social at the seat check and at Trista Crick on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We'll see you next time.